it is absolutely brilliant to see you all and those we can't see because you're on the phone more than welcome margaret we're sorry you can't see us but we're really really pleased you're here with us all the same um so here we are again church on zoom i've got a few notices um now this would have been a little goes a long way sunday if we'd all been together um, so let me just remind you that you can continue to give to church. Um, you can do that through online banking or now we found out you can actually send a check in the post to the bank um, if that's easier for you. So if you want to give to Little Goes a Long Way, if you want to give just generally to the church, then the no, ways of doing that are we're on the email that John sent this week. Or if you've got any questions about it, just ask John. He will happily answer those for you. We have a prayer meeting on Wednesday evening and we have a prayer meeting on Thursday morning this week. We are going to be taking communion together um, today. So if you've not got your bread and wine or your biscuit and squash or whatever it is you're going to use, then uh, perhaps just run out and get that at a suitable moment. And before we all press our mutes, now you see you've been very good and a lot of you are all on mute already. Well done, well done. Before we actually do that, if you can just unmute yourselves for a moment. I wanted us to start off by having a mass rowdy praise God session. So short, sharp, praise God prayers. Don't worry if you're speaking on top of anybody else. It might sound like a, a big mishmash of noise, but it's all praise to God. So let's just go for it in terms of speaking out some short, sharp prayers of praise to our loving Heavenly Father right now. Thank you, Lord, God. that you love us. Thank you, Lord, that you are with us. Thank you, God, that you are near us. Thank you, God, that you are near us. Thank you, God, that you are the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. Thank you, Lord. You are worthy of all praise. Thank you. Praise your name, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the sacrifice you made for us. Amen. Oh, Ben, brilliant. Now you can do the old mute button thing. And we're on. Hi, Heather. Hi, Heather. Hello, Heather. Hi, 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 I've only just got mine on. Well done. Yay, we can hear you. Hon. Yes. <laughs> can't know, see I'm me. I'm sorry, we're asking you to mute yourself now. Isn't that awful? And I can't hear, see you, any of you. Mute. Okay, okay I'll mute. You, we can hear you now, though. That's brilliant. But we're going to sing. We're going to sing to um, a YouTube video again this morning. So we are going to turn this up really loud and absolutely go for it. You can do whatever you like. If you like to sing quietly, sing quietly. That's absolutely fine. But let's all praise our God together with this brilliant song, Blessing and Honour, Glory and Power.
creation Bow before the ancient of days tell us a little bit about what has been happening with her recently um so i'm going to hand over to zainab now um tell us what's been going on can you hear me oh hello yes we can yes go for it hello everybody good morning good morning hello. good morning hi okay so i was going to talk a bit about what's been happening since all these changes happened with covid um I think the main thing is God's been really faithful and blessing uh, myself and I guess my team with just peace and um, wisdom on how to transition quite smoothly to a new way of working. So we're making more decisions now. So for those who don't know, I work in GP. So I'm a GP registrar, um, almost a full GP in six months, hopefully. Um, so, yeah, so we're working differently now and sort of doing most of our consultations over the phone. So having to uh, make more decisions using non-visual cues and also actually having to balance risks for both patients and staff. So every time you see a patient, you're thinking, oh, do I really need to bring her in because she's quite high risk? And actually, like, how do I balance the risk and benefits of making sure she's safe? Um, and that decision can be quite can be quite difficult, actually, sometimes. So um, I've just sort of relied as we all do on God's wisdom and in making in trying to sort of make decisions that benefit patients all the time um, yeah so I guess it hasn't felt too much like a big difference in the sense that um, the premise of our work is still the same which is um, to make sure people are safe patients are safe to make sure you can listen to people reassure them uh, treat them so that's a constant in spite of the different way of working I don't know if that makes sense, <laughs> what I'm saying makes sense, but, but it hasn't felt like a massive change because of that. Um, what else? Well, we do have enough PPE, thankfully. In GP, we don't do lots of high-risk procedures. So in general, as long as you keep people for a short amount of time in the room and you have your mask, I haven't felt too worried about my safety, um, apart from trying not to bring too many people in so that the staff are not exposed to uh, direct contact with the public too much. 
Um, yeah, in terms of workload, um, it's less in some parts, but more in some parts. So there are more consultations per day, but there are less ad there's less admin work because you're getting less letters from patient referrals and blood tests and so on. Um, but on the other hand, um, you've got more time to do work-based quality improvement projects. So there's sort of more projects to do and, you know, talking to more people during the day. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't talk too much. Um, just the main thing, Scott's been good and um, I felt at peace and he's used this to, um, I guess, teach and mould mold me as well in different ways um, just because he's such a good father. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, thank you all for your prayers. It's really meant a lot. <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening to me. I've, so just, <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> So I'm going to pray for Zainab now then. I'll do that because that's what Jill's asked me to do. So, Lord, we do thank you for Zainab and her work for you in over these last few weeks and months and years of her life, Lord. Thank you that she's going out on a limb to put herself in danger, to, to look after people, even though she's thinking safety first and all this PPE stuff is with her and that's all great. But, Lord, when she wakes up in the morning, I pray, Lord, you'll give her a real enthusiasm for her staff and for the patients and, and for you, Lord, that she'll be guided by you and look to you. Thank you, Lord, that she's mentioned about being moulded by you. So, Lord, as she continues to listen to you and work for you, Lord, will you continue to mould her into your, into your image, Lord, so that many people will see you in her. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much. <laughs> so we're going to sing now, um, God, I look to you, um, because this is where we all have to be, isn't it, at the moment? It's got to be looking to God, um, whether we're out working, whether we're staying at home, whether we're seeing people or not seeing people, it, it's all down to looking to God. So let's join together and sing, God, I look to you. After this, we're going to have the prayers. So Alex is going to lead our intercessions, and then Fiona's going to bring a Bible reading for us. Thanks. I will love 
Heavenly Father, thank you for your presence. Lord, you are here with us today, and we thank you for the gift of life. Thank you also for the technology which enables us to connect together and meet in your name. Dear Lord, I want to pray for my brothers and sisters who worship at NCF. I also would like to pray for other brothers and sisters who worship at other churches in the UK. Please keep each person safe from the coronavirus and protect each of us from its harmful effects. Cover us with your precious blood, Lord Jesus, which you shed on the cross for us and cover us with this purifying blood from the tops of our heads to the tips of our toes. We receive this in faith in Jesus' name. Also, please clothe and equip us with the full armour of God. So as the day of evil has come, we may be able to stand our ground. And after we have done everything to stand, enable us to stand firm then with the buckle of truth around our waists, with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with our feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, may we take up the shield of faith with which to extinguish the flaming arrows of the evil one. May we take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And may we pray on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, may we be alert and always keep praying for all the saints. Thank you, Lord. Lord, our thoughts turn to all the people in the UK. Thank you that the lockdown has limited the spread of the coronavirus. And we pray that measures taken would keep having a good effect. Furthermore, we ask that every key worker be tested for the presence of the virus and that every key worker would be provided with appropriate personal protective equipment to help limit COVID spread and help save lives. 
we do not we do ask for a vaccine to be made available as soon as possible and that it would be made available to everyone on a mass scale quickly lord at this time please protect families from domestic abuse especially as they are spending more time together and please protect our police as they maintain law and order may your guiding hand be upon them in areas where impromptu social gatherings take place finally lord we bring to you our health and social care workers and ask that no more would lose their lives unnecessarily to the disease in jesus name we ask and receive this in faith amen what one more prayer heavenly father we think about the muslim population the islamic fasting period of ramadan has begun and during this period muslims are often more committed in their religious practices which they believe will earn them more merit if done in ramadan than if done in other months for extremists this can mean they are more active in attacking non-muslims which they think is pleasing to allah lord we ask you to protect brothers and sisters in christ and other vulnerable minorities in muslim majority countries over the next 30 days 30 or so days in jesus name we pray and thank you lord for hearing our prayers amen 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 and now fiona is going to bring us the bible reading Luke chapter 9, verses 21 to 27. Jesus strictly warned them not to tell this to anyone. And he said, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and teachers of the law. And he must be killed on the third day and on the third day be raised to life. Then he said to them all, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me will save it. Amen. What good is it for a man to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit his very self? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. I tell you the truth. Some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. Thank you. Right, we're going to sing one more time um father you are my portion and then john's going to come and speak to us the next in our series on the best fashion this life and 
to worship together someone was saying during the week that then when they're watching this during the week they know other people are worshiping because they see their mouths moving so they hear nothing but we're all worshiping together and that's fantastic do you like my shirt today i put it on a special because it's summery <laughs> thank you yeah very nice well until the end of may as you know if you're watching last week on a sunday morning we're looking at what god is encouraging us to wear what does our character need to be clothed in? And last week, we started by thinking about what we should take off from ourselves. We should sort of take off all sorts of things, shouldn't we? But mainly ourselves. We need to take off ourselves. And if you remember, if you were here and you're able to see what was doing, uh, what we were doing, it was all to do with the colonel having to take clothes off 
because he got in a right pickle, I think. But uh, maybe the Colonel thought of other things. He was thinking it was okay to wear different things, and it wasn't. Just like in our lives, it's not great to try and wear our clothing and God's clothing at the same time. So over the next few weeks, as the positive, we're deciding what we are going to put on, what is, what what's God does want us to wear. Fiona read from Luke. Also, you can read the same kind of ideas from two other Gospels, Matthew 16 and Mark 8. And so if you want to read those, that might be a good idea a bit later. All of this is going to be on the scripts, which will be on our website in a little while as well. So if there's some things I don't say, and this isn't all the talk, if you think, and oh, he's written loads of pages for seven or eight minutes, that's okay. It's not all of this. It's, it's loads of other stuff too. Let me read nine, Luke 9, 23. Then he, this is Jesus, said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. If we were meeting in Pallet Drive, now I'd have put some logos up, I think, because I'm a very visual person, aren't I? And I'd have asked you, oh, what's this logo mean? What company is this? And for a lot of logos nowadays, they don't even need to put their name. They know the logo is enough because people associate the company just with their logo, without any uh, associated wording at all. People know what it is. It's the same with the cross, perhaps. Lots of people wear a cross and it's a well-known symbol of Christianity, isn't it? But I was thinking of this week how for us it's a symbol of hope, forgiveness and grace. But probably to Jesus 2,000 years ago, it wasn't a symbol at all. It was something physical. The wood was physical to Jesus. He felt the wood. The nails were physical to Jesus. He felt the nails. And the pain he felt was real and it was harsh. It wasn't a symbol to him. It was real pain, a real cross and real nails. Crucifixion, you might know, was widespread in Roman times and they sort of taken it from the Phoenicians. And it's a man called Josephus that tells us a lot about Roman times. He died, he was born rather, just a, a three or four years after Jesus died. And we know that crucifixion was for the worst criminals, the, the lowest of the slaves and people who had led insurrections. So it was a terrible, agonising death, the Romans thought, for real terrible people. I put some Greek words in the script. So if you want to read some of those, you'd be welcome to. But there was one especially that grabbed my attention as I was looking it up in a book this week, because I've got quite a few books. This Greek word was thelo, T-H-E-L-O, and it means, it's, it's, we sort of translate it desiring after. And so it means what is best, because someone is ready and willing to act. And it's commonly used of the Lord extending his best offer to the believer. And when I think of that, I think of someone on a market stall maybe, selling uh, disinfectants, because I know everyone wants to use disinfectant this week in all kinds of ways, probably. But maybe they're selling disinfectant and they're saying, ladies and gentlemen, roll up, come and see this disinfectant that I've got, the best Dessol 
that money can afford. But I'm not selling it at what you might buy it in Asda or Sainsbury's or Lidl or Aldi. I'm selling to a much better price, this one litre bottle of Dettol for one pound. Come and get it, come and get it. And I think that's just like God is offering us, us his best offer, salvation, grace, forgiveness. And all we need to do is say, yes, Lord, that's the best offer I've ever seen. Luke, as you remember, as Fiona read, I keep looking over here because I can see your faces there. So if you're wondering, Luke said one word that Matthew and Mark didn't say, and he used the word daily. We need to wear the cross, take up the cross on a daily way. And so I was thinking a few days ago, how does this work out practically? Because it's one thing sort of saying, oh, yeah, Jesus said this and Jesus did that. But how can we make it happen? in our lives as well, in our thoughts and in our actions. Here's some verses from 2 Corinthians, from the NIV, 2 Corinthians 10, 3 to 5. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments in every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Here's some more uh, verses from Philippians 4, verse 8, this time from the Living Bible. And now, brothers, as I close this letter, let me say this one more thing. I'm just going to interrupt myself. It reminds me again of preachers who say, oh, just one more thing. And uh, because they just thought of something really important. So to Paul, this was really important because he was running out of this scroll that he was writing on. And he just thought, oh, I've just got enough space to say this. So this is what was really important to Paul. Fix your thoughts on what is true and good and right. Think about things that are pure and lovely and dwell on the fine good things in others. Think about all you can praise God for and be glad about. And yesterday I was thinking about all these verses and thinking about what I was going to say. And it was this one word that came to me, especially for me, maybe. And maybe because you're listening in, maybe it's for you as well. And it was the word forgiveness. And I'm reading the book by Philip Yancey at the moment. And he says, we're often forgiven, but only sometimes are forgiven. God has given us another chance in our life he's saying come to me if you're weary and heavy laden and i'll give you rest look to me as your savior and so god is saying inviting us instructing us to be forgiving others as jesus has forgiven us it's just like uh, when Luke wrote in another part of his gospel about the father who was looking out for his son who'd gone away from him and taken his uh, money from him, his inheritance. And he looked out, looking for him day after day and day after day. And it was months and months before his son returned. But his father showed, showed forgiveness and love and grace to his son. It's very risky, wasn't it, doing that? What if his son had come back wanting more money, more, more something or other that the father might have? It was very risky. And yet as Christians, that's what God is calling us to do. 
to be forgiving people, but to be risky when we're doing that. It's much safer to stay as we are and to be more concerned about ourselves. But God is calling us, just like he called Peter out of the boat, to be risky, even with forgiveness to other people and to ourselves. I've read Luke 9.23 already. Here's, it is from the Philips New Testament. If anyone wants to follow in my footsteps, he must give up all right to himself, carry his cross every day and keep close behind me. Now, Paul is going to be speaking next week and he'll be saying similar things to that. But it's that little bit, keep close behind Jesus. When we read the Gospels, we often read how Jesus turned things upside down. He turned things on, uh, on, on their head. If you remember, the, there was a woman who Jesus touched, or really the woman touched her, but there was a woman who'd had an issue of blood for 12 years. And really, under Levitical law, if Jesus had touched her, he'd have been unclean. But it was because he touched her, she was made clean. And he didn't change at all. He was still clean, obviously. And so what we know is when we live for Jesus and let him live through us, his grace to mankind is through us. No one deserves grace from God. And some of us really deserve the opposites, all of us probably. And yet as we live for God and take up this cross, so we know that he lives through us. Martin Luther King Jr. said this, Christianity has always insisted that the cross we bear precedes the cross, the, the crown we wear. Let me say that again. I got too excited. Christianity has always insisted that the cross we bear proceeds the crown we wear. And then he goes on to say, to be a Christian, one must take up his cross with all his difficulties and agonise an intention-packed content and carry it until that very cross leaves its mark upon us in and redeems us to the more excellent way which comes through suffering. Now, if you're going to ask me some questions, because I like quizzes, but if you're going to ask me questions maybe on British monarchs from the last 200 years, or books of the Bible, or musical terminology, or name different capitals of the world, I'd be pretty good at that. And without bragging, I'd be pretty quick, as well as being good about it. But, there's always a but, if you're going to ask me about human anatomy, or... I made a bit more of a list. If you're going to ask me about uh, corporate law or cognitive psychology, David, then I'd be at a loss to what to say. I'd really dither about what to say. And then probably my answer would be wrong or just about OK. And that makes me think when God says something to me about forgiveness or anything else, I want to have a knee jerk reaction to what God is saying and get that answer right because God is prodding me and guiding me by his Holy Spirit. I don't want to be dithering and thinking and wondering, oh, shall I forgive someone? Shall I say this to someone? I want to hear God speak and then say, yes, Lord. I want to have this knee-jerk reaction that makes me go into action. And I know I've got to be determined about that. I've got to set my action, my, my heart, towards doing what God wants me to do. 
I've got to be determined to do it. But then Hebrews 12, 1 to 3, and it's a long section because I'm going to read it from the Amplified Version. But if you're going to read it at home, it would say Jesus was determined. He was determined for the cross to endure what the cross was saying and what to do. God has forgiven us through Jesus' death on the cross. And the main point for some of us today is that God wants us to be forgiving other people. That might be hard and it might be that we need help from other people as well. But forgiving other people is just one way that we can show that we are taking up the cross and following God's way of following him. Remember, the Lord's Prayer says, Father, not my will, but yours be done. Thank you. We're going to um, have communion in just a minute, but we're going to sing this song to lead us in. Um, thank you for the cross, Lord. Thank you for the cross, Lord. Thank you for the price you paid, bearing all my sin and shame. In love you came and gave amazing grace. Thank you for this love, Lord. Thank you for the Verses from Psalm 68. Sing to God, sing in praise of his name, extol him who rides on the clouds, rejoice before him, his name is the Lord. A father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy dwelling. God sets the lonely in families. He leads out the prisoners with singing, but the rebellious live in a sun-scorched land. And it was that phrase that God leads out the prisoners with singing. And we were prisoners once, weren't we? Prisoners to sin. How the Lord sort of took us out and released us. And so now we can't help but be singing, can we? Because of what the Lord has done for us. 
So what we want to do is take communion just now. So if you've got the bread with you, you might sort of say, thank you, Lord, for your body. Thank you for dying for me. So let's do that now. Let's take the bread together and thank him for his love and generosity. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord, we thank you for your generosity to us, that you lavish your love on us. You lavish your forgiveness and grace and mercy on us. Lord, as we take that cross ourselves, help us to show grace and mercy and love and forgiveness to others in our daily lives. Amen. So we're going to take our wine or squash or water whatever it might be just now and we're just going to think lord thank you for your blood that heals and cleanses that changes us so let's drink together Thank you, Lord, for turning our mourning into dancing, for leading us out of prison into freedom. Thank you that we can sing because you're singing over us. Amen. 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 Let's uh, join in uh, another song now. It's a hymn. I cannot tell why he whom angels worship. I love the words of this. Peace, he graced this place of tears. 
the saviour of the world is king and that will be the case and one day the whole earth will bow the knee and 
we hope that actually through this time, many more people will come to know Jesus um, and that we as a church, although we're all separated at the moment, um, can be the example that we need to be. We can be doing what we're meant to be doing as God's people, um, like John was saying, um, and, you know, wearing God's clothes. And, and yeah, anyway, we are now going to split into smaller groups. And we're going to discuss two questions based on what John said. And uh, Zoom is going to automatically put us into different groups. So I'm afraid we don't get a choice in that. Um, but uh, you will need to press a button when you are invited to join the group. There is going to be five different groups. Um, and so you'll, you'll be invited to join group number one, two, three, four, or five, just press yes and okay. Uh, so the questions are, how do we take captive every thought and be obedient to Christ? And the second question, why is it difficult to die to self? And these will come up on your screen as well briefly when you go into the room. So how do we take captive every thought to be obedient to Christ? And why is it difficult to die to self? You're going to have two minutes on each question. So it's a very short time. You're going to need to be quick and sharp in, in answering questions in your small groups. And then you will automatically be invited back to the main session and you'll get a 10 second countdown. So when that comes up, you know, after 10 seconds, we're all coming back together. So let's answer those questions. Brilliant. Oh, well done, you all, for pressing the button to come back. That's quite positive, really. <laughs> they could have gone and they gone. They could have gone and uh, thought, oh, this is too hard, these questions. <laughs> Who thought of those, John? Let me just say, you did, John. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else should be oh, coming back. Hey, there we Do go. we need to mute? Hey. And we're back. Brilliant. Can I just say, uh, thank you very much for participating in that. Um, uh, instead of having a really awkward time where we now try and shout out what we said in our groups, if you um, found something very encouraging or you had some real insight piece of knowledge and, and word of wisdom, um, then please do share what, what you discussed and some wisdom that we can all share in um, on the WhatsApp group, please. That would be brilliant. If you just pop a few notes on there um, or a few words on, on um, the answers to those questions, because I'd like to know. Thank you. Um, and also, let me just say, if you have got feedback on on our service again this morning, please do let John know. Um, you know, be honest, uh, say what you thought. Uh, we're all learning still about uh, using Zoom and, and doing church services like this. So we are going to come to a close very soon, but we're going to finish off um, by another loud, well, loud here. You can turn your volume up to wherever you like. Oh, no, we're not. No, I beg your pardon. I'm jumping ahead. We have a video um, which made me cry every time I've watched it. So uh, if I come back blubbing, then that's why. But um, this was something, you know, everybody sends lots of videos at the moment. Um, but this one was absolutely fantastic. And so I wanted to share it with you today. Um, and those who are on the phone, if I can, I will um, send it on the WhatsApp later. Um, so John's going to just uh, set that off.
Cheers, everybody. And he is good. So um, we're going to finish by um, singing, Who Am I That the Highest King Would Welcome Me? That is where we are. We, you know, um, we're not sure, but he has, and he, you know, he's amazing. Um, let's give him all the glory that we can in everything that we do in our lives for him. Like I said, if you want to turn this up loud and j jump around the room, that's what I'm going to do. Um, then, uh, then go for it. in prayer now god thank you we are your children 
you have made us and you have given us a purpose in every single day of our lives. That includes today and all these days that we're not able to get out and about. God, help us to be clothed in your clothing, to be taking up our cross, to be living for you instead of living for ourselves. Lord, let your light shine through us, I pray, in every situation and circumstance we find ourselves in. Lord, we want it all to be your glory, because that is the purpose of us even being. Thank you for our time together today. Keep us safe as we go our separate ways and enable us to always keep looking to you first. Amen. 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 Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye bye. 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 Bye bye.